This one's for the culture. Me and wifey in the room thinking of a master plan Thinking how we can influence the culture from where we stand Knowing that our steps are ordered by the master's hand Still ten toes down, we ain't switching up the stance And welcome, welcome, welcome to a bonus blockbuster edition of The Bond Chronicles I am Mr. Bond Chronicles, your host uh, Mr. Bond Chronicles on Instagram Mr. Ray Bond on Twitter And my host here Mrs. Bond Chronicles on Instagram. Twitter doesn't matter. Yeah. And we're the Bond Chronicles <laughs> on Instagram. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe. We are start starting to trend closer and closer to that 100 subscriber mark on YouTube. So thank you very much to each and every one of you. Facebook, you guys have been running some numbers up, views and things. What's our Facebook? Facebook is Just the Bond, Bond Chronicles. Chronicles too. Yeah. And then the YouTube is... The Bond Chronicles. Yes, indeed. That's the same across the board. Uh, I haven't checked. We might be Googleable now. Uh, we we might. should be. We've got enough content on yeah. YouTube that <clears throat> if you Google us, something should come up. Yeah, I think we should be the first Bond Chronicles that comes up now versus those other knockoffs and losers who tried to steal our name first. No, on YouTube, yeah, there was <laughs> there was another couple that had the Bond Chronicles name. On Google, we might not be the first first to pop up. Well, we'll have to check that out um, sometime. But uh, today, we give you what you guys have been asking for. I've had at least seven to ten people or so asking me my thoughts. Nobody's um, asked me. I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> really? No Nobody's? one's asked me. Like, I've talked about the music to people, but it's not because someone specifically sought out my yeah, musical expertise. You didn't have you posted anything about it? I have not. Well, maybe because that's it. for anticipation of this, I have not posted and anything. You gotta build the anticipation. You gotta tease stuff. Like I not to like drop it. Like I don't need no promo. Just drop it. Yeah, we, we haven't got to just <laughs> shit. Um but we do have uh, the Kanye episode, and now that we've given it some time, we have the Drake episode, and part so of the one episode. Kanye yeah, yeah Drake. it's one episode. <laughs> uh, but part of that was for me. I I listened to both pretty early. I think I should Kanye. It took me some time because we it was Sunday. It was at church when no, as soon as service was over, we was listening. Well, I mean that Sunday you served, right. so me and the kids went to the car, and I. I I turned it on. It's like crap. Let me wait to oh, come out. Well, but right after I realized, let me wait. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but it actually took, I guess, some more time because Drake came out at like two a.m. and I was not staying up uh, to two a.m. for that. So uh, we got through both. Um, had some uh, some strong initial feelings for me on both sides, and. I felt it wasn't appropriate to just do necessarily in the pod. Plus, we had an amazing guest. Shout out to Prince Predator uh, for joining us last week. Cute. Uh, just re- I had a really dope episode. It was really good to talk to him, uh, learn about you know kind of his path, his perspective on kind of this as well. So some people got um, a bit of a view, uh, but generally speaking, um, yeah, that that was kind of the gist of it. So, I guess we'll just get right into it. All right. 
Uh, so we're going to start with what came out first. Kanye. Um, Kanye and Donda, named after his mom. Give you, give, give you guys a little bit of a brief background. I imagine most of you guys who are watching and interested have a good idea. Uh, but to those of you who don't, and we have talked to a number of our fans, I guess. Is that, is that what we're calling them? Fans? We have fans? I don't I don't know. Uh, our viewers, <laughs> listeners, viewers. whatever. Let's just start with viewers. Oh, some people listen. Some people don't view. We have listeners. Podcasts. Our audience. Our audience. Okay. Mm. Um, so one of the bigger, I guess you'd say of this decade, since the what, 2020 turned, that became a new decade. Yeah. It's probably one of the bigger music story storylines of this decade so far. Because last year wasn't a ton. Mm, oh, I guess when you put it in that perspective, because nobody really released anything last year. Um, yeah, I guess this is like a major thing in music. Yeah. I mean, especially with you when you consider all of the buildup to the album, all of the hype around the album, then the whole this out of nowhere beef with Drake. And just all of that going on. So, yeah, I guess it was quite an event. Yeah. Literally, because he had three of them. Yes. So so you guys have been with us through some of the listening parties, and we've given you some feedback. Um, albums that were clearly not finished. Albums that sounded very finished. And then some other stuff that just got added and And removed, never made it to the album. And never made it to the album. <laughs> um, I know we were watching the Chicago one and the GD song. Uh, was going oh, on. Oh, God's Disciples? What, that's I think the Gangsta Disciples. The Gangsta Disciples. Yeah, I mean, it's but the name of the gang. The song in itself was pretty aggressive. Not gospel. gospel. Because uh, so there was a whole lot of cussing in that song. Yeah. Uh, and I think on the... I think actually when we listened to all the live listening parties, the profanity was in there. Well, I missed the first one because that was that night I had dinner with my friends. Yeah. Um, for a birthday, and then, but I made the second two, and I don't remember there being a whole lot of cursing in the second one, but mm. there was uh, there was some words in the third one, right. which is just interesting to me because the, the whole point that I mean, from what I've heard about why some verses and some versions of songs didn't make it on the album is because there was cursing, but then when you listen to the album. Like you can hear the spaces where the cuss words go. Right. So it's like for all of that, you could have just put those other songs edited on the album. Right. Uh, so the album did come out uh, apparently as a shock to us and a shock to Kanye from reportedly uh, on Sunday and it came out edited. And as much as I appreciated that, I was still looking for the explicit version because I was just shocked that an album with this much lead up with this many features wouldn't have an explicit version because that's what most mass consumers would want. And to this day, as the time of this recording, it is only a clean album. I don't think it's going to release a, um, yeah, I mean, explicit version. I don't disagree. I mean, it would just... defeat the purpose. Mm. Why would you re release an explicit version of a gospel album? Well, for me, for marketing purposes and charting purposes, unless I think it's kind of like what Bieber said, he released an R&B album. They didn't put it in R&B category. Everything I've seen on Apple Music says that this is a hip hop album. Mm. It's not in a gospel category. So I think Kanye said it's a gospel album, but nobody but else is saying it's a nobody gospel else album. is putting it in that gospel category. 
Gotcha. So for me, for marketing, for a lot of reasons, I feel like you could drop it in both buckets um, and hit both segments. Um, but we only did get a clean version. Uh, we've had it for about two and a half weeks now as time of this uh, showing. So on a scale of one to ten, what do you give it? I gave it an eight. An eight. Okay. I did. Um, personally, there was still some some stuff missing for me. Um, like when you listen to the album, it sounds amazing. Like, but it's Kanye West. You don't expect to hear a Kanye West album and not expect the production to be a one wagyu deliciousness. Like, it's just gonna be great. <laughs> That's two pods in a row. You've referred the music is delicious. <laughs> don't quite understand it. Could be the pregnancy, but we're just we're just gonna go with it. Uh, so yeah, you said go, um, go ahead. Yeah, just it's great. The sound of the album is great. Lyrically, I think there was a lot of stuff missing for me. Um, I think the biggest part, and this, and I've had this conversation with a few people now, is that I think this album, and he's been, if you're familiar with this album, if you're familiar with Kanye, Kanye, <laughs> he's been trying to make this album for years. Um, it was supposed to come out before Yeezus. It was supposed to come out before the both um, gospel albums, like he's been trying to put this album out for a long time. And obviously it was going to be difficult because there's a lot of emotions and feelings that he wanted to get out on the album. And I think because of that, it kind of, I don't think he was able to find all the words that he wanted, which is what I think, which is why there were so many features on this album in hopes that maybe the artists featured on the album would be able to get the words that he might not necessarily have been able to put out. But for me, lyrically, there were things missing. Overall, I think it's a dope album. Um, the feel of it just, the, there's a lot of messaging behind the lyrics that you do get from him. Um, I, did, I, did, I thought it was solid, but because of that, lyrical content that I felt it was missing. I couldn't just give it a 10. Okay. Um, so I agree and I disagree. I, and I shared this, we talked about this on the last pod with uh, Prince Predator, mm -hmm. and that I think when you're rapping as a Christian artist, I think sometimes it's more difficult than just being a regular artist because of the fact that you are trying to balance two different things. Uh, you're trying to have dope content, but also have a positive message, especially when you come from a secular field and clean that up. So for what it's worth, Kanye has not mastered that based on his content. And yes, it is edited, but you can tell certain things were said at certain times in the album. For me, I went nine and I really would want to go 9.25. But if I went... <laughs> Nine two five. I I hear it, babe. You got yeah, it. Thanks. Um. So for me, a perfect out. You all right? My nose is on fire. It's just so bad. I got nothing for that. <laughs> um. So for me, a perfect album is an album that I can put on. I can push play, and I don't skip, and I love it. And this album doesn't have that. 
the intro, although sentimental and heartwarming and all of that with his mom, I don't need to hear that more than once. So skip. The song he performed, he had a verse on it with um, Pop Smoke. Mm -hmm. And I liked it. But it's just Pop Smoke. So sometimes that gets a skip. Um, outside of that, what was that? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe something flew into the screen door. <laughs> oh. um, outside of that, I personally can listen to really most everything else on the album pretty pretty easily. Um, so for me, like I said, I'd give nine, maybe even a 9.25. Uh, with that being said, I would have liked to also have heard more off the grid sounding songs. Uh, maybe one, maybe two more. Uh, because I think Fabio definitely shined. I think that brought out the rapping Kanye that a lot of people I've heard critique the album say didn't exist. And I felt he held his own perfectly fine. Uh, you get a little bit of that on Jesus Lord, but generally speaking, I wish there was more sub heavy trap drill-ish rap songs. And I don't think there could have been one or two more of those. Um, you want everything to be trap music so bad. No, I don't. I just want <laughs> one or two more uh, than I got. Because we only really got one. Uh -huh. And so if we would have had just one, maybe two more of those, I, that would have been perfect. Um, so you talked about him having a ton of features mm -hmm. and how that was kind of made to make up for the rapping. I think in some respects, yes. But I think in a lot of respects, he didn't get big time lyrical rappers. Like he got locks for a part two of a song, but I don't think he gave us a ton of like lyrical rappers, but I thought everybody's feature, they did their part. You, who? Like, explain to me what you mean. Like, I don't see Cuddy as a huge lyrical rapper. I don't see Travis Scott as a huge lyrical rapper. I don't see, I'm trying to think of what are like rap features. Uh, Little Baby's yeah. on there. Jay is on there. But Jay didn't... I mean, he, he did rap, but that wasn't like an exquisite Jay verse to me. Young Thug's on there. Ty Dolla Sign's on there. Little Baby, I'll give you Little Baby as a rapper. Uh, Dirk's on there, but Dirk didn't really rap rap. Like, most of the features weren't like hard rap features. Like, Fabio did his. Jay Electronica did his. Right. Um, Locks did theirs. But then we had Shansay, Shansi. What's her name? I don't know. Mm -hmm. She's on there. Um, the Weeknd was on there. So there's a bunch of other but he was, singing type. I mean, he had a huge part. He had a verse. Right, he, but he wasn't like the a, well, one, The Weeknd's not a rapper. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say that because some of the lyrics in the other, in the featured artist verses were better in some points than Kanye's. And, right, but, but they weren't. Go ahead. And, but I was going to say, that's just me listening to what other people had to say was and better. I, and that to me has been somewhat annoying because I feel like Kanye, since Kanye put on the red hat, people have put Kanye in a bucket and they've tried to still support Kanye to a certain extent. But there's like this level of frustration and anger towards him. So every opportunity they get to dump on him, I think they do. And for this album, I keep hearing that Kanye wasn't rapping. But 
I don't feel like that was a song he got washed on yet, outside of maybe the song that leaked. And I think even that, I liked Kanye's verse on that song. We'll get to that in a minute. But the off the grid where people were saying five year went nuts, I thought Kanye went nuts. Uh, Jesus Lord, Kanye rapped for like two minutes, like telling stories. Uh, so I think that is overstated, his uh, lack of rapping, but uh, that's just me. But even on um, the Jesus is Lord track, like his verse on that, like he is, like he's telling a story for sure. Um, and the message behind it is strong. But the way that he was rapping over the beat or it literally, or talking over the beat, because even there's parts of um, certain lines that don't even fit within what he's saying, what fit within the verse, but he just kind of like pushes it out anyway. Like, and I think maybe that's what it was for me. Like, it's not that there wasn't a lot of lyrical content. It was the way that he delivered it wasn't Kanye. Which, because I mean, and I think he did a great job of it on um, Jesus is King. Um, the message, what he was saying, his delivery, the production. I think Jesus is King. Lyrically, he was better than he is on Donda. Okay. Um, I won't completely disagree with that. Um, <laughs> I won't, but I think, and this was a conversation, and this is going kind of off in a different direction, but I think when you have a shorter amount of songs, I think you can pick and choose better verses. When you got, I think this was 27 songs, I think naturally you're gonna find some songs that weren't there. And so it's gonna lessen the impact of what you said versus somebody had 12 songs that were like all great songs. Um, so that's just for me. In relation to, like you said, there was a bunch of features, naturally. Some people were not featured. Mm. And I thought that was just ridiculous to those people. Like one soldier like boy. Your favorite? Yeah. And Chris, I do. I love Chris Brown. Okay. I absolutely just, love Chris you went Brown. Off the, yeah, no, okay. no, no. I love Chris Brown. Okay. But people's verses get left off of songs all the time. And Soulja, I just want Soulja Boy to crawl under a rock and go away <laughs> forever. Like, I'm so tired of hearing his name and his voice and his opinion. Like, nobody cares, bro. Like, I mean... Let me not say that because apparently somebody cares because somebody is listening to him. He's got mad followers on the socials. Like people care, but I am not one of those people. And I don't care that your verse got left off. I don't particularly care that Chris Brown's verse got left off. I feel like it happens all the time in the industry. You write a verse for a song, you record a verse for a song, and then the artist whose song it is, maybe they're able to get a better verse. Maybe they're able to, you know, switch it up in a way that they didn't think they were going to before. And so your verse gets tossed to the side. To just get on social media and blast Kanye because the verse isn't on there, like, just go sit down somewhere. It'll be okay. <laughs> like, there'll be other verses. There'll be other opportunities for you to work with whomever. But acting like that mm -hmm. is why doors get closed. Like it, that, it was just completely unnecessary. Especially like all that mess that Soldier Boy was talking. Like, just go sit down. Just, just. Ugh. So I think I agree with you. Everything said, hundred percent. 
Um, and again, a little foreshadowing. Again, it was a song that was released that came out after. Yeah. If anybody wanted to be upset about their song, ver- exactly their verse being taken off the album, like it's that it should have been Andre three K. Like one thousand percent. Like, and it's crazy because you sent me that song. Um, I wasn't even paying attention to social media that day. I was getting ready for an event, um, getting ready to head out. And so you sent it, but then you, and I saw it and I didn't listen to it because I think I was doing my makeup. And then you asked me about it maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes later. And I was like, okay, well, let me listen to it real quick. So I'm like listening to the song and trying to put on my eyeshadow. And like, it's so sad. <laughs> it was such a sad verse. And I'm all hormonal these days. So I started crying, messing up my eyeshadow. I had to turn it off. Because, like, this isn't what I needed to hear right now. I'm going out, like, to hang out with my girls. Like, this isn't, this isn't get ready for an afternoon, evening (laughs) with the ladies type music. But phenomenal verse from Andre 3000. And like you said, should anybody have been disturbed or upset about the verse not being on the song itself, not being on the album? It's that, man. But as a class act, as always, mm-hmm. he put out a statement. This is what happened. I completely understand. 1,000% still respect Kanye. There are all these other artists that I'd also like to work with. Boom. So we're going to like have a discussion about that <laughs> later. Um, but <laughs> thanks for the deep insight there. Much appreciated. Uh, for those who don't know, life. Life of the Party, I believe yeah. is what it's Life called. Of the party. Um, so we'll get into the how that got released. I think that's all that's left to discuss <laughs> on that topic. Um, but I thought it was interesting that we talked about who's left off, but then I need we have to talk about who was added. And so Sunday came out, text messages to so those of you on social media came out about the shocking the baby verse that we heard at the last listening party. And so there was some back and forth. Naturally, the baby ended up on the album. Uh, for me, I think we talked a little bit about the baby on the podcast. I don't think we spent like a lot of time on it, but did we? I don't think so. I don't remember talking about him at all. Oh, maybe could have been another podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but in the same vein of he had Marilyn Manson out there on the Chicago listening party, he also had the baby out there in a world full of cancel culture. I don't know if there's an individual who's been more canceled than Kanye West. And so I thought it was fitting that not only did he bring him out, still in the midst of his storm, I think he might have did the Summer Jam performance he did. by then. Yeah, um, he had. But outside of that, like, he was still canceled. Uh, and the baby came with it. Uh, we'll get into kind of some comparisons later, but I thought he absolutely smoked his verse, probably a top three verse for me on the album. And I'm not the biggest the baby fan, but... If he do that, he might he might mess around and get get a new fan. Um, so you talked about lyrical content. So keeping with that, I a lot of the reason that I gave it the rating that I did, and I've talked to I think we talked about this with Prince uh, on the last pod was, and if you haven't watched that, go watch that because it's a really good pod. Um, this for me was an experience album, and so. When I listen to music, music is moving. Like you said, you heard Andre's verse, you started crying. Hormones are not like, it impacts you or it should impact you. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. 
good music will impact you. It'll change your mood. It'll change your mindset. If you've ever been through a bad breakup, you probably will listen to music. If you've ever been getting married, you've listened to music. If you've ever wanted to celebrate something, you've listened to music. If you've ever been really, really pissed off and angry, you've probably <laughs> listened to music because music cultivates emotions and feelings. And for me, I had it in a, and I guess they're called in the gospel, in a hip hop album, I hadn't felt the way this album made me feel. Not just once, but song after song after song after song. The sounds, the instruments, the choirs, the messaging, like it was an all-encompassing kind of mixing bowl, was jumble I we at through all the stuff of just like <laughs> stuff and it just hit you. And it's just like it comes on with the 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 mom and it's like, the heck am I listening to? And then you go immediately into jail. And the sound of jail and the scream and the passion in that. And then I believe we go and think hurricane might be next, then off the grid, nothing off the grid, then hurricane. And just the way it flows is just like you keep taking all these body punches, like, oh, I feel you. Oh, I feel you. And I just thought it was amazing. Uh, and I don't think an album like that has come out this year. I thought you was going to go, so I stopped. Oh, okay. No, because like I remember when you you messaged me. Well, I think I messaged you to ask about um, the album listening, the yeah. first album listening. Um, and you were just like, I don't have words. I just don't. I don't know how to describe it. Like the best word I could use is angelic. And I'm like, huh? Like, celestial. So yeah, celestial. I'm like, okay. Oh, I can't wait to hear this, you know, earth moving album then. And then what I heard at the second listening party, I was like, so I didn't really get celestial from that experience. But I also know that most of the music at that point had changed in big, big, drastic ways. And then by the time we got to what was actually put out, like I listened the third um, time. I think I liked the second version of the album the most. I don't think Lauren Hill's on the second version. Huh? Lauren Hill's not on the second version. She's not, but it's just a sample of Lauren Hill on the third one anyway. But so the feel the vibe. No, like and, mm, and then, mm, oh mm. man, um, <laughs> like again, I don't hate the album. Um, it just didn't give me that. Like there are songs, like you said, Jail is one of them. Off the Grid is one of them. Um, what is it? The one with. Pop Smoke is another one. Television. Yeah. Um, and then I really like the song with The Weeknd. I can't think of the Hurricane. name. Tell me a little baby. Okay. Um, like, there are songs that I really, really like. But I, don't, I wouldn't say any of them moved me. And I think maybe that's because I was so, you're so distracted by the sound of it that you have to listen to it a few times to really listen, listen to the lyrics. And so I think that's, like I said, that's one of the, the detractors for me that I can't really hear his message over all the sounds. Like I hear it. 
like I get it. Like I, like I said, you, I have to listen to it um, a few times, and you've been very diligent about playing it. So, like, it's not that I haven't <laughs> had a chance to hear it. Um, well, like that initial run through of all the songs, um, it was just, it was a lot to take in, I think. And then there's four songs, like three or four songs that he did completely over. Was it, isn't it one, two, three? Yeah. Four songs that have whole different, um, features on it. And it's like, oh, okay, well, let me let me readjust and take this in. So it, it's composed really well. It's produced really well. But like I said, it's like the lyrics, it didn't grab me and draw me in and take me to another level <laughs> like it did for you. But I really enjoy the album in its entirety. So you would say, and this is, I'm kind of actually I'm very surprised at that take. <laughs> and it could be because it's I don't consider this a rap album first. Um I know there's a bunch of rappers. Kanye is a rapper. This isn't a rap album to me in the sense of really anything Kanye's done since Jesus is King has been a rap album per se. Maybe Jesus is King, yeah, I guess I still consider it kind of a rap album. But I think that's what is the confusing part. And I was watching one, another pod and they were saying, and as in some of if Kanye's created a whole new genre of this Christian hip hop rap gospel thing. thing. Um, and I don't, then I would be very curious. I was looking up some stats and he's actually trending on, I guess like a bunch of Christian charts as well. Uh, he's technically getting credit for, uh, trending there, and I don't know how long it would take me to get there, but I think from he's he's hit the gambit in such a way that um, yeah, so he was the only artist to occupy the entire top 23 of the hot Christian songs chart and the hot gospel songs chart at the same time. Meanwhile, he's on the Billboard 100 with every song charting. So like he's covered every scope. And so I was joking with someone um, and I gave him just a taste of my take uh, on the album. And I said, I can listen to this on the way to church. I can listen to this on the way to the club. I can listen to this with my kids in the car. I can listen to this with my wife in the car. I can listen to this with my mom in the car. I can listen to this with my mom's mom in the car. And I think everybody would listen to the album and get something from it. Like there's not, there's, there's not, a, you can listen to it on the beach. You can listen to it in the mountains. You could listen to it in the city. Like I feel like you could listen to this album everywhere and still have something and it be relatable in some aspect to where and what your surroundings are. I cannot wait and I would love based on listen parties. He said he's gonna go on tour, but it's not gonna be a traditional tour. But this album also I think is something that has to be played loud. And if you could play this in a stadium or in somewhere where you can really feel the movement, like we went to what was that thing we went to in DC? Where it was like we was filling all the stuff. Um, oh. Our tech house. Oh yeah, yeah, if yeah. If they could play this in an art tech house like setting, and I don't know if you guys have that wherever you're watching, that would be amazing. That um, actually would be an experience because yeah. for Kanye, because he's a very, especially with the way that he made the visuals for this um, album for those listening parties, playing it in a place like our tech house along with the visuals 
Like, that would actually be kind of dope. Somebody tag Kanye in this. Let him know it was our idea. Let him know to run them checks. He doesn't have um, the fires because we'll be on top. <laughs> right. Um, no, I definitely agree with that point. This album, and I think that's why he did all of the... One, because he wanted to hear how it sounded so that he knows how it's going to sound when he goes on tour. Like the album, like he does not need to do any remastering of this album. He can put it on a little system and he can just jump on stage. Like this is going to be a perfect album for a tour. But is he going to tour is the question because he has just said yes, but it wouldn't be in your sense of a tour. So I don't know what that means. Right. Um, and good. the last time I saw Kanye, he Kanye. And that wasn't that man wasn't safe yet. <laughs> it don't the, matter because the Sunday service joints look lit. No, nah, but he's Kanye at the Sunday service joints too. What do you mean by he Kanye? He Sunday goes Sunday. on like rants. Oh, well, that's part of the art. No, no, no. I just want I just want you to perform. No, I don't need you to rant. That's it. That's one of those where are you at potential moments. No, no, no. Like for me, it's like I spent my money to see you perform. I spent my money to see you. No, and that is part of the performance. No, 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 no. I don't. Okay, well, we disagree. <laughs> uh, if Kanye, if you want to rant whenever we go to the show, that's please fine. don't. Don't rant. Knock yourself out. Don't do I'm it. All for if you so choose, and I'm guessing it'd be a message at this point because you're saved. Um, you think so? That's what I've seen. I haven't seen him go off on people. The times he's like broken down, so to speak, it's usually been a positive, inspirational rant of some kind. Sure, we'll go with that. At least in the either, interviews I saw leading up to this and after Jesus came. Either way, like this is going to, if he goes on tour, this is going to be a great sound experience no matter where it plays. Um I would obviously I'd be giving people my money all the time. So I would have no problem giving Kanye more of my money. We can um, give her all the money we gave her. Man. Which I'm super excited about. Super su- oh, we should definitely do a show about that. Maybe yeah. we'll live stream or something from our cool seats. Maybe I can make that work. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know if we'd stream or just go live on Instagram or something. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's a two-day festival, so we have plenty of time. Um, but no, super excited for that. Uh, that is kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, the numbers are were a little tricky. Uh, last I heard, he did like 309 first week, but his drop to his second week was one of the sh- the smallest gaps of drop offs he's had. Mm. Which to me says people are continuing to listen and stream the album versus some other artists that we'll get to in a minute that had <laughs> precipitous drop offs from first week. Precipitous. Look at you, SAT words. No. Actually, did pretty well on SAT, but uh, yeah. So that does bring us to the certified lover boy. We got some unique marketing out of Mr. Drizzy Drake. Uh, I've been pretty uh, effusive with my praise of Drake over the years. Look at you in words today. What was you in a dictionary? She gonna try and play me. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. I ain't going to go there. Um, but rollout came. He's been, for me, 
in my lifetime, I think he's had the most commercial success of anyone. And I don't think it's really even close. The run he's had on the charts, uh, album sales. I've looked at some different charts. He has like almost half of the top five highest selling albums in the last 10 years or something absurd, 20 years, something like that. So his numbers commercially, he's Drake. He's going to do numbers. The boy is the boy. He He's battled Meek. He's battled Push. He's battled some others. He, mm, he yeah. I mean, he has, but I wouldn't brag about battling Push. Like, that, mm-mm. And then, I'm just, and then I'm giving a background of who I'm about to talk to. I mean, I said certified lover boy. They know that we're talking about Drake. But you don't know that. I'm sure in the title of whatever you name this bonus. My point box. is who he is and what he represents and why we're spending the time talking on him. Oh. I'm explaining why, why it's spending, important. Okay. We literally said this is the biggest event musically of the decade. I thought you were talking about Kanye, though. Specifically, no, this, Kanye. the episode is Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Is that what you're naming it? Yes. Oh. Goodness gracious. I, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Who is this? Um, so yeah, I will skip the biography on who Drake is because apparently everyone knows. No, what are you doing? We're not there yet. We're still doing this. We haven't even done this. I didn't see that. Well, because you on the map. Lord have mercy. To our viewers, I apologize. Um, sometimes people just get outside themselves. I was trying to be helpful. I know. I know. Um, so Certified Lover Boy comes out and he's since January, it was supposed to drop in January. Poor Drake towards ACL, got COVID, moving around, doing a lot of different things, had this lovely part in his head, did dinner at a baseball stadium, just being Drake. And so for me, my antennas were high, my expectations were as high. I knew him and Kanye started beefing shortly there before. So I was expecting fire to rain down. I was expecting scary hours two, once it needs, lemon pepper freestyle. I thought we was about to get rapping Drake. Rapping romantic Drake. Drake that goes on the dates, but still rapping, still spitting that fire. And I didn't get that Drake. I got a tired Drake, maybe. <laughs> a a lack, a, a less than motivated Drake. I heard Drake motivate on like two songs, and that was the intro, and that was was it, seven a.m. on Bridal Path. Those that I got rapping fire Drake, and similar to the, some of the critique I've had of Wayne when he showed up on Mona Lisa and others, and recently Dr- Wayne's been in his bag, so I'm not gonna go on Wayne, especially on this album. But I thought I was gonna get a lot more. When you talk about you wanted more rap out of Kanye, I needed way more rap out of Drake. I don't disagree with that at all. And so... You ain't said nothing wrong. I thought that... I knew the title was there. And then we got the um, album cover. So I thought, you know, Drake's just being Drake. Drake's Drake's a troll. Drake's a genius from a marketing standpoint. Because the album cover... I've seen churches using it. I've seen other people use I've seen everybody that's remaking that silly album cover. I think the album cover's trash. But it works for social media. So when I played it the next morning, and you told the story, was that on the last pod? Yeah, no, I think I just posted it on social media. I thought like, what were you talking about how you no, you were telling because you talked about just the J part. 
when we saw mm. his top five. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So the next morning, it comes out. Boom. We gonna first thing in the morning. We gonna drape this joint. We gonna certified love a boy out. And the first song came on. I was like, oh, spit. I think I was still in the bed. No, you was you was down here. Loud. I think I played that first in the bed. And I was, once I heard that, I was like, oh, I need to go downstairs. Well, one, I had to go to work. Um, <laughs> but two, I was like, oh, no, I need to hear this because this is what's coming. I think, I think it was Champagne. I forget what the, the, the start song is. Um, and then... I didn't get home. Then I know what I didn't hear any more of that. Like, oh, the, the guy on okay. the intro disappeared. Like, boosh. like six songs. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, I see the track list. We got some hitters coming. We got a baby feature. Baby don't miss. No, he don't. And then it was girls on girls or girls want girls. And I was like, I don't love the title, but okay, you know, it's Drake. I'm still going to listen. And then I listened and I was like, Nope. Ah, okay. Cool. And then I saw a Hove feature. Mm. You know, Hove is fire. Drake and fire, Drake and Hove don't miss. And by that time I had come downstairs. Yeah. Because well, one, like the boys were up, so nobody was getting back to sleep at that point. No one goes back to sleep anyway. Anyway, this is true. And so I came downstairs. At this point, like I was not uber impressed by anything I had heard as of yet. But then Love All comes on. And Jay, like I said in the last pod, like that verse was nasty. Um, just, mm, I don't have words for it. Um, the honesty yeah. behind a lot of what he was saying, like it is, you know, I think when you get to a certain level, especially as a person who puts out music or any person who's like their life is centered around having fans, being an entertainer, like you get to a point where it's like, now I know that all these people feel one way about me because of what I do, what I produce, the opportunity that I can provide for them and all that. And then I know there's these people who love me regardless of anything. And these are the people that I want to surround myself with all the time. Everybody else can, you know, just go away. And I got a lot of that from that verse. Um, It was just, it was a nasty verse. Jay just, for me, Jay don't frequently miss. So I, I agree with everything you said. I was surprised again. Talking, this is a certified lover boy titled album, <laughs> and the song was called "Love, love All. All," and it definitely wasn't and about loving Jay's all. Jay's verse, he doesn't really love anyone, <laughs> um, per se. So conceptually, this album was confusing for me from really top to bottom. I didn't make sense. Um, and from what I've learned, I guess a lot of the songs had been leaked early in the year and they just kept them, which t- leads me to believe more about how little Drake cared about this album. But Jay's verse coming off of Kanye's album, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I thought I agree with that. Like, and I've heard there was he was on uh, he took the top off the Maybach or whatever of Khaled's album. Mm-hmm. Didn't love that verse. He was on was it a black? Uh, Judas and Black Messiah soundtrack. Yeah, but him and Nas. Yeah, but I like that. But it, on it, there. But his content wasn't this. And then but. he did a feature on. Uh, cause him and Nas were on a song. I thought it was the. It was that. No, that wasn't Judas and the Black Messiah. 
Like he was on a song for Judas and the Black Messiah. Now, that the, was with Nipsey, Judas and Black Messiah. Right. And the, yeah, he did the song with Nas. What was that? I can't remember whose album, what it was on, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nas, because I remember everything going around. It's just like Nas heard his verse and was like, I'm redoing mine. Like, I didn't know this is what we was doing today. Um, and his verse was really good on that. Um, other than that, like, well, it was on the couch. Sorry, not sorry, not sorry. Okay, um, this was just Jay yeah. in his. This was reasonable. Like in his shit. right, this was like in his bag, bag Jay. Um, and we yeah. don't get that very frequently from him no. anymore because he's he's. I sold Ace of Spade. I sold Title. I'm worth a billy. I got mad Basquiat's. I got mad Basquiat's. I'm taking pictures at Tiffany. Like my wife's the first person to wear the, the necklace. Like. We get that Jay. We get Tom Ford Jay, all that new guy. This guy was still this in the hoodie in yeah. the corner. Come get it. Can man. Anybody can get Anybody it. Anybody can, can get it. And yeah. then I think specifically what I really like about it, and maybe that's just because where I am in life right now, it's like you guys want me to be cordial with these people who want to kill me. Yeah. And I'm just like, mm, who is he talking about? <laughs> who, yeah. who is this directed at? Because like, that whole verse felt real personal. Yeah. Like he had just got off the phone, somebody had blew him. Like apparently tried to kill him. Yeah, that too. And people still cool with that person. Yeah. Which, you don't know how I feel about <laughs> backstabbers. Um so like the verse itself and I remember I was just like, where is Ray? Like did he hit I think he went down to the basement like don't launch <laughs> adult like, stuff. Okay. I was making breakfast. Okay. I'm just letting you know where I was at. So the people know I was doing laundry. Okay. While working. Because I'm a boss. Okay. Yeah. Want a cookie? No, they're stale now. Because when I wanted to eat them, I was very judicious with them. But they're probably going to go in the trash. That's not important. Anywho, yeah, like I heard, and I was just like, and you came back upstairs and I was like, did you hear Jay's verse? Like, did you hear him? Well, yeah, I kind of oh, heard like, it. I sounded cool, but I was like, no, 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 no. Run that back. <laughs> you need to listen, listen to that. Like, it was a very solid verse. And for me, that was the highlight out of the album. Mm. All of it. Like, all of the album. That was the highlight for me. Um, the rest of it, it was just, I mean, it was Drake. It was Drake doing Drake things. There's one song where he's like singing off key the entire song. I, I can't listen to it. Yeah, I think that was plenty of then you skipped. I did. I just skipped it because I, I just can't listen to that anymore. And I don't have a problem with rappers singing their own hooks. I don't have a problem with rappers doing like some cool ad libs when they have a singer on the song. I am tired of rappers trying to sing, especially when you can't sing. Like, like he don't be in tune at all, and people be like fawning over it. And I just don't understand it. Um, it's like ice JJ fish. <laughs> just kidding, it ain't that bad. I just I don't understand it. I wanted to hear, and then I think my biggest issue with this album is just Drake is really quote unquote emotional, but at the end of the day he doesn't actually care. Like he says all the pretty things and all the pseudo deep, like I'm really reflective and I have all these deep thoughts and things, but 
in reality, I don't I don't get that from his persona. Especially when you make songs like Girls Want Girls. Way too sexy. And it's crazy because we had a conversation about the album, the you know, the day we were listening to it. And I was like, so you I think you asked me like what the singles were gonna be. You couldn't figure out what the singles were being. I was like, oh well, way too sexy. First one or the second one, but way too sexy is a single. And then literally that by that night, the pretty. video had come out for it. I was like, I told you. And so it's just it's Drake. Drake doing his Drake thing, and it's not bad. It's just I'm just not with it no more. And like you said, like sometimes he raps, and when he raps, he can be really good. But even other times, like he's mediocre at best. You put him on a song with a bunch of other heavy hitters, and Drake's verse is easily forgotten. And I'm just tired of people, not just Drake, putting out projects that have nothing more than just surface appeal to them. And that's all this album is. Like those a bunch of really great Instagram captions for people in jacked up relationships or single people. Um, Cause ain't nothing about this album about love. So people who are happily in non-toxic relationships probably aren't going to get very many captions out of this unless they just have gone through some stuff. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like it just is not doing it for me. Fair. Um, so I had more of Jay tape, but you know, you kind of took and ran with it. Oh, sorry. No, I go back to Jay. Like, I could talk about Jay all day. Well, no, it's just I felt you were talking about like who is he talking to? And like Drake is it's it's recorded how many times he's to me taking shots at Jay. Yeah, yeah. So it's always been confounding to me to a certain extent that Jay keeps working with him, but he's clearly <laughs> taking shots. Million shots. Sometimes I feel like he takes shots on the same song. Um, but with that being said, I felt Jay took that personally that mm. on this song, I'm going to destroy you. And, and he did. He did. Uh, not in the way that Wayne destroyed him because they're competitive friends. I think Jay was trying to send a message like, listen, kid, you've had a lot of success in this commercial game. You think you're great. And that's fine, but I'm you ain't greater. me. You, you, you definitely <laughs> are not me. Um, and so I thought he wanted to send a message there. Again, the rest of the album, the first half I thought was full of features. That was really weak. We got more of Drake in the second half, which I liked better. The No Friends part, uh, the No Friends song I thought was dope, but it didn't really make sense because you got a ton of friends on the album. Like, <laughs> there's friends everywhere. No friends in the industry. The same friends I've heard you with, Young Thug, Future, all. The, like you and Future are besties. You are toxic non-boyfriend besties. Yeah. Just, just cut it. Just, just stop. So, Drink. And I think Travis took sickle mode personally because I thought Travis did his thing on, on their song. For what it's worth. Um, so yeah, I thought, I thought it was a decent album but if we're going to talk drake then i think this is a drake out this is scorpion this is take care this is a lot of the same album i've heard the last i don't know what seven, six or seven years and this is just a lower quality of those albums so for me it didn't have a lot of replay value according to the, the numbers it's going to do drake things the first week because drake is drake but the drop off from first week sales and listens and streams to the second, 
statistically it's trending um, pretty down. Far down. Um, and I think that's naturally so. I think we'll get more Drake soon because he know what he put out and he's seen how the um how the the internet and the world has received it and the criticism and he he's hearing that so part of that criticism or that criticism i believe led to their leaking of the song and the song life of the party with andre and kanye and they've been going back and forth um again drake ate all up 7 a.m on a prayer or bridal path like that's a I thought it was a top tier diss uh, for a lot of people. Swiss Beats caught caught some too, which was um, surprising because like him and like we, I know this had had the beef in the past, but for him to bring it up in this song, like it was just a little surprising. But very well done. It was. Um, and so that that brought to the clash of the two, and obviously the you're gonna look at the numbers. I never anticipated Kanye doing more numbers than Drake, regardless of what Drake put out. Uh, but the numbers were a lot closer than I thought most people thought they would be. And I will be curious long term to see what the numbers end up being. I think Donda will stand the test of time far better than Certified Loverboy because really? again, I just I don't I think if you want to hear Drake sing, he's sung on better songs on older albums. If you want to hear hits. Drake has more hits on other albums. Okay. So I don't think when you go, oh, I want to hear a Drake song, I don't think you're going to run to this album. No. I think you're going to run to... Like I said, the only song that I'd probably play regularly is going to be Love All. And I'm really only playing it to hear Jay's verse. It's got nothing to do with Drake. No, no. I would play that... Um, what is it? You Only Live Twice. The Wayne Ross joint. Like that's, that's oh no a, that's, yeah that's a good one that's a that's a good song for me up tempo beat rapping and then like I said Wayne does Wayne things and I mm-hmm. was like hearing Wayne do Wayne things me too um so one of the big jokes of all of this once both albums were out were a bunch of people got paid a lot of money for both songs for both albums so I did the math Drake's album had twenty one songs Kanye's album technically had twenty seven really twenty three which four part twos, and they had seven songs with similar features. So a third of Drake's album had features that Kanye had on his album. And I don't quite understand it. I think to your point where you said Kanye was trying to fill in stuff because he didn't rap a lot, I think that's what Drake did. I think Drake didn't have a bunch of other content. For whatever reason, he didn't feel like making it. And he said, he called his homies and said, hey, I need you, 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 and you. The people I always get, hey, Hove, I know I got you. I was, oh, no, we did. We, we got Ross. We got Rain, Wayne. We got the regular useful, usual suspects when it comes to Drake. Um, for me, song by song, I thought almost every song I liked better on Donda, even with Jay's verse, I think Jail is a better song to me that I would go to listen to than Love All. Um, you talked about Hurricane. I think that's better than the Girls Want Girls. Uh, the Dirk features are kind of interchangeable. I think In the Bible might be a better song, but I liked Jonah better. Uh, Praise God versus Fair Trade for Travis Scott. I think those are close. Uh, remote Control, I like way better than Way Too Sex. I think that song sucks. <laughs> I think the video is... But look, like that's going to be... I mean, it already is a oh, it's, it, And yeah, So you're right. It's going to work. 
Uh, it is working. I still think the song is trash. Um, I don't like it. I think everybody gave their worst effort. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I'm not the biggest Future fan, but I know Future and what Future does. And this didn't do it. I, yeah, that's and that's the thing. Like the video just is like Joe Kawhi Leonard. Like when's Kawhi's not cool? Kawhi and is LeBron's not cool. your man, Drake. Right? Why are you with Kawhi? Steph is your man. Like right. all these other people that you big up way more. It was just like I, a I, I just don't understand it. Like even when I think about um, other songs that Future and Young Thug. Drake? I mean, yeah, Young Thug and Drake have done together. It's just, it's just, this like, the whole album to me was like just throwaway. The mm-hmm. label was telling him, "Yo, we need to put something out. You ain't put nothing out in a while." But he gave us the Scary Hours three pack, and I would have been fine with that for the rest of the year, or I would have been fine with that with those songs being on the album with some other things. Or but, going into next year, if you would have put out the Jay Z joint as a single, or yeah, put out the one with Wayne towards the end of summer as a single. Just to hold us until you made a better album, but you've had a bunch of time, a whole bunch of time. So I'm not sure why we didn't get better music. Because like, Drake don't care no more. He's made all them, like you said, like in the last ten years, his albums drop at number one. They stay on the charts for forever. He don't miss. His fan base is strong. People love him. He's cute. He be doing all the trolling, like. Like he knows how to play the game now, and oh, he yeah. plays it very, very well. So he can put out a subpar album and it do crazy numbers just off strength alone. Mm-hmm. And then when you throw in like OVO Fest is going because they haven't canceled as far as I know this year. So OVO Fest mm-hmm. is coming up. So all these songs, I bet you a bunch of these artists who's featured on the album be will OVO be Fest. at OVO Fest. And then you've got festival season. Like so, I'm sure something else will drop. Or he'll do some stuff between now and festival season. But then you've got festival season coming up. Like, people are st- – it's starting to get cold, but people are still outside. Oh, Don't absolutely. nobody care about COVID no more. <laughs> like, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. I don't uh, – like I said, it's Drake. It's not from – technically, Us. it's not a bad album. It's just not uh, – an- What do you mean by that? I mean, it's not a bad album. I think this was the wrong year to put out that album. And so we can, I'll say that for a little bit, but I think when I talked to you before, I said, we're going to look back at 2021 and five to 10 years is a phenomenal year for music. And I don't think this album is going to get respected the way he would want it to get respected. And that's Kendrick still ain't came. Wale still ain't came. Diddy still ain't came. But the- and so even still what you're saying all of that, like there's levels to it because Kendrick can drop. If he if he drops this year, like that's gonna do numbers. If Wale dropped this year, I suggest he don't. Like I suggest he mm. push that till You heard that Wale. Wale no, I don't like him. Um the push it till like summertime, like that's, that's a long time. Push it till summer. Sonic waiting at the top of the year, and, and we gonna keep waiting on Silk Sonic because people really want to hear that. But my point Who's is, who's waiting to hear Wale? You waiting to hear Wale? The yes. masses are waiting to hear Wale. They're, 
Well, I got a lot of fans. My point he is in the DMV. <laughs> I could see Wale dropping October, November before end of year after this Drake Kanye stuff has settled. Yeah, because he'd be emotional too. Oh, he's super emotional. And so, but he might. Well, no, nah, the, the one joint he put out. I didn't love. And then um, he put released a Brown. single. Yeah, he released a single with Chris Brown. And it's an okay song. Like I've heard it a few times. I've listened to it on my own a few times. Didn't but move me. It's exactly. And so Wale's bag is similar to Drake's. I'm an overly emotional, high thinking rapper. But I think we'll get a lyrical, poetic style that I think will resonate in that season of time. Like that's a he makes fall cuddle <laughs> by the cabin <laughs> cuddle by the cabin like, music. type of music he'll, he'll give you a couple of club joints don't get me wrong but but even his club joints the last like this album about nothing like i can't remember any club singles off the album i mean i haven't listened to a ton of while but my did point, you listen to that album yeah did you yeah did i listened you? to mixtape about nothing album about the last, i think he made three about nothing mm-hmm. i listened to all of them no I don't know why you. I'm just saying, like I listened to it, I wasn't impressed. If I went back through the track listing, I think I could probably find the one or two because he's usually good for one or two, Uh, especially being under Ross, who makes tons of club joints, Um, Meeks on out, but that's not important. (laughs) Um, So yeah, when I look at the end result of this, I think Drake's and Drake's diss to Kanye, he said something about leaking the address out of desperation. To me. Leaking life of the party was desperation. It was, and I don't know what your goal intent was, was, but you didn't. You missed. You you missed. <laughs> you missed bad. You 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 overshot. You overthought. You I don't know what you thought. But one, first let me say thank you. Um, like I was similar to you, but I wasn't because I was. For y'all don't know, like I'm the social media guy. Like I do a lot of, I'm on social media, I'm on Twitter, I'm following trends, especially this last two to three weeks as we've been leading up to these two albums. So I saw something that said life of the party because Kanye actually teased it when he was over in Germany or somewhere. And I tried to watch the clip, but it was in German. So that didn't do me any good. The subtitles, it was German speaking with German subtitles. <laughs> that makes no sense. Um so I was trying to find, I was trying to find, I couldn't find the song. And so I went to good old Twitter. Twitter never lets me down. And I was able to get the clip and I listened to it. And Andre came on and Andre did what Andre does. At a level, it was similar to um, International Players Anthem, the way he just came on, mm, kind of talking, kind of smooth. Content was very different. Uh, as far as the emotions involved, the conversation. It was he was having a conversation with Kanye's mom for a lot of it about his mom. It was just a lot. It was a lot to take in. Um it was deep. Very, very deep. But he's like, what's what the one line where he says, um, and she's never spoken to me, or maybe I hear her in the voice, the laughter of a baby and it would pass her by. I'm just like, who's thinking like that on a Saturday morning? Yeah. And I was just like, this is so I mean, it was emotional. I won't say it was sad. It was just very emotional. It was. Uh, definitely an authentic verse. Uh, many people I've talked to are saying it should be verse of the year. I don't know if you can get verse of the year with the song not actually being out and released. But mm, Technically, it's out. Like 
people uh, heard it, so it's out. I mean, it was. I mean, I guess we can have that same artist or verse of the decade conversation since not a lot happened last year, but just just a phenomenal, phenomenal verse. Um, and for me, not to poo-poo, he went in a different direction, but I liked Kanye's verse. I think Kanye talked in such a way that shocked me in that he, he addressed the MAGA hat situation. He talked to his mom and then he talked to Drake. And what I like and what I love is if you're going to talk that stuff, be clear who you're talking to. Jay-Z said a lot, but we don't know we who, have he's no idea who he's talking about. Drake, we can allude to it using unthinkable. I'm pretty sure you're talking to Swiss. Based on that, that's... Like that's shooting my plane out. Right. Like, so we know we're we talking get about it. Swiss. But you can say Swiss. And you can say Kanye. You, you talk about... You tell your dri- driver, use the address to come see me or whatever. We know what you're talking about. You can say his name. You Drake. And Kanye was if very you really, I think it's the thing about it is if you're really about that life. And Drake alludes to being about that life, but he's not. Kanye like, said on GD, Drake, come see me. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate the brash bravado. I appreciate the coming straightforward. He named him, he named Virgil, he named some other people. And that, that the Virgil thing was a little surprising still. Like, I thought he made his amends with Virgil. Like, I thought he and Virgil were straight. straight. Especially now that he's getting, he's able to cut out, carve out more of a space for himself in the fashion world. Kanye is. Um, I didn't think that he still had any animosity towards Virgil. But then when I really think about all the things that Virgil has been able to do in the fashion industry, a lot of that stuff were things that Kanye wanted to do originally. So, but I, I think that part Kanye has passed. This verse said to me, I don't like that you're messing with him. And Drake and Virgil have done a lot of shoes, and Virgil's made Drake a couple off white special one of one editions. And I would like to, from what I can tell, this Drake kind of thing ain't new. So, if I'm to believe what I'm to believe, and a lot of people were in a lot of the same circles, Virgil, no, I kind of feel like Drake, but you still run around with Drake. You still doing favors and stuff for Drake. Yeah, but so even, you can catch with Drake catch. But even still, like, although Kanye is probably over the stuff of the past, they're not cool. Like, so why Virgil? Yeah, right, I agree. So if we ain't been cool for a really long time and I've been cool with Drake, why are you upset with me and why are you naming me on a song? Mm. And I'm not a rapper, so what am I gonna do? Go make a song to say something, go make a knockoff of a Yeezy. Like. Uh, what, what, Kanye said, I'll buy the whole ACG team. He did say that. So He did say that. He might fool around and say, you know what? I got a bunch of dollars. Let me invest in Louie or whatever the big parent company is. Yeah, but that's not That's not. They take thing. money. I mean, I'm saying they take money, but they're not taking... I mean, they will take money, but they're not getting rid of Virgil. Like, that's not happening. Believe that if you want. The right person with the right amount of money can make a life real hard. They could make a life real hard, but they ain't getting rid of Virgil. And Kanye start going at Virgil. People, people might look at Virgil a little different. Virgil has his own issues. This is true. He, him, we, we ain't getting to the Black Lives Matter and that $50 donation he gave and that bull crap. We're not going to go down that path because this ain't what this is about, but Virgil got some, some PR issues of his own I think he would have to deal with, but 
I thought the verse was dope. I thought both people did their thing. I did not like, and I have heard this narrative that Andre didn't know the disc was coming, but I also don't think Kanye was going to put it out with the disc on it. Um, and I don't think he was going to put it out in general. And from what I understand, Dre was like, if you can't give it the raw full song, then don't put me on Donda. Um, and it can just be something for us or something that comes out no, later. No, the, the, from what I understood about um, Andre's response about it was he was fine either way with how the album, with how the song was put out. But Kanye wasn't cool with the way the song, the verse sounded. And so he was fine with the out the song not being on there. That wasn't my thing because he's he muted quote unquote a bunch of people. Right, so. but that's that's the point that I was making earlier. Like there's a bunch of spaces in all of the songs in which you could have edited. Right. Uh part of his state uh, Andre 3000 thing was it was clear to me that an edited clean format of the verse would not work without having the raw original also available. So that to me said, if we couldn't get the raw version, I didn't want it out. No, 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 no. He's saying the version of the audio that they had mm -hmm. when they were ready to put this album out, they couldn't edit what they had. They could have. They could have muted the talking, I think there's a, a line about a dick and having sex or something like that. I I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's the song. I don't know what you want me to say. It's not a bad word. Like, we had this discussion, but no, no. What I think what he's saying is without having the raw original also available to like the way that it sounds, they couldn't redo it with what they had. So this album came out without it. I felt like that's a very easy fix. Not when the album just randomly, apparently randomly drops on a Sunday. It might not have been. So if we're assuming that he recorded the song two days before, maybe. But he said a few weeks ago, Kanye reached out. Right. A about few weeks being apart. Right. So we're two weeks removed from the album dropping. A few weeks ago, I got a, a request for a verse. Mm -hmm. I gave him a verse. We never heard any of this. This song at all on mm -hmm. any of the um, album listening party things. Understandably so, but yes, I'm with you. And then the album just drops. And there's a bunch of verses that were not on it, although we haven't got any. But even since then, if, if they were going to put this out, they can put this out and tweak it if that's the standard. I don't think, from my from what I'm reading, I feel like Andre's like, listen, I gave it a super raw, it's super emotional, take it or leave it. I don't was, need you dumbing down or kind of tweaking, soften. I need this raw and pure. And if that's not conducive for your album, then you got to take it out. No, I don't. I don't think so. Like, you don't have to. I'm it's just, your choice. I know, but all I'm saying is that from what the track I received and wrote to didn't have the this. Oh, I'm sorry. That's different. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was a beautiful choice to make a clean album, but unfortunately, I didn't know that was the plan before. So I did my verse. And because of... He also said from the original album release. So maybe there's another release coming. Mm, I don't know. I didn't take it as it wasn't on there just because they wouldn't edit it out. I think there was just some technical difficulties.
technical difference. Who do you know who we're talking to here? Yeah, and there's plenty of them. Like, clearly, there were plenty of them on the making of this album. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna agree and disagree on that. All right. Um, so last thing, and we kind of talked about where this this year in history. This year in history. This year in hip hop, this year in music. A bunch of big releases. Have any pop people? I think Doja released. I'm not a. I don't listen fan. to Doja, so I don't care. Um, Bieber released. Did he? Yeah, he had album sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You well, know how I feel I, about yeah. Justin. Like, we're not, we're not gonna go there. Like hater, the whole hater, Martin Luther. No, it's not a hater thing. Like it is a hater. I've said many times, like mm-hmm. Justin makes good music for people who like his music. I'm not a person who like loves his music, so mm-hmm. right. it ain't me. The man makes absolute smoke hits. Not important. So we're talking hip hop, and I have. Really four, maybe five albums. I'm guessing I know where you're gonna go, but could you rank your top three hip hop rap out? Like four if you need, because I think there's four big ones that you have. Like this who? Year. Four big ones this year? Yeah. I mean I think there's five personally, but I liked obviously I really liked J. Cole's album. Mm-hmm. I really liked Nas's album. Mm-hmm. I liked Kanye. Mm-hmm. And I like Lil Baby's album, mm-hmm. and that's it. Okay, so <laughs> that's fair. You're entitled to that. Um, Migos had an album. Um, did you listen to it? I have. I didn't. I'm not a Migos guy. I've never been a Migos. Oh, guy. like I know what Migos represents in the club. I I like a lot of Quavo features. I don't necessarily like a lot of their music or albums. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people that do. Uh, the Baby and Dirt Joint, Voice of the Heroes, I still think it's a phenomenal album. I just think it came out in the wrong year. And they still did a really, really big numbers. And they're going on tour now. Um, J. Cole did his. Tyler, the creator, did his. Mm, I forgot about Tyler. Mm, I know. Um, and then we got Drake and Kanye. Uh, so I think we've had a ton of huge artist releases. And again, we're still waiting on old Lamar to come through. But I think Donda will fare well. And over the course of time, I think I think it's also interesting that a lot of the artists that dropped are cult-following artists. Drake has his group. Tyler has his group. Cole has his group. Kanye has his group. And, and yes, they intermingle in a lot of different forms and fashions, but it's just interesting that how that kind of played out. All again, we said it before. I'll say it again. Much respect to Cole. He got in. He got it done. Not a bunch of gimmicks. Not a ton of features, but some. Uh, I thought the features hit really from top to bottom. Saw a lot of those same features on the other two albums that just came out. But I think it's been a great year in music. I think again, we'll look back at this year and be like, wow, all that came out this year. I think the ninety. I've seen the picture of like the albums that came out ninety six. And what that year was like, um, I think maybe 01 or 02. I can't remember. It's another one of those huge years. But I think this will be one of those uh, that in a couple of years, I'm going to look back and be like, dang, all that dropped. Let me go listen to that. And I think Donda will stand the test of time. I do not think Certified Lover Boy will be one of those that people are running back to years from now saying, 
Oh, remember that joint came out? I think it'll kind of be forgotten. I don't disagree with that point in your setting off to sell the music from this year. Um, I feel like R&B was bigger this year than rap was. <laughs> I do. You had Jasmine Sullivan. You've got her. You've got um, Snow. You've got all these really amazing R&B artists so, this year. So you said bigger. The, explain bigger. I feel like it was just a bigger vibe this year. No. Did you did you hear the song the album just name the artist? Yeah. Like I J. love Cole's my thing. I love like, Snow and I love her, but dang Kanye Drake until, and Jake Cole. Until Kanye dropped the album, the only album you were really listening to was the her album. Back of my mind is what we're referring to. Once it to. came out, like even but before, before that, I was on Boys of the Heroes hard. Maybe that was just when me and the kids or somebody well, was I can't the listen to her on the kids. Like, I don't know. Like, all I know is that you'd be like, or when you'd be upstairs watching or listening to yeah, I love that album. But that's what I'm talking. When you say big, when I think big, I think sales. I think commercial. I think, and that's we talked about it on the pod. I was shocked at how little her soul, which I think she's won gold now. So she's apparently picked up crazy steam. Which is most deserved because that album is still great, and I think it should be in the album of the year category still. But big, it doesn't get much bigger than the only other big hip hop artist we didn't get is really Jay. And you, if you still put Wayne in that category, but that's the only in Kendrick. But I believe we believe Kendrick's coming. Like now, if SZA had dropped, if What's the if Summer Walker had dropped? But supposedly if, they're going to right, and so when if that comes, maybe when things get colder and more romanticy, if Beyonce, romanticy, if Beyonce show up and but do something, she's alluded she's to she's working, um, dropping child. this year. So if you give me all that at the end of the year, okay, then I'll say big. But right now, from a big standpoint, like I like Snow, but in comparison, she's like maybe little baby in the rap game, and I wouldn't even say that. Like, I don't think she's a big artist. I just think she's a dope artist. So, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. But it's been a great, like you, as you said, hip hop, pop, uh, Wizkid, um, and some of the others. Like, it's been a great, great year. Black Bear released an album. Who? He's cool. Who? Black Bear. Don't worry about it. Your cousins were smoky. <laughs> no? No, just close out, bro. <laughs> just close out. Oh man! Uh, again, episode. What is actually? This is a bonus. Bonus. Episode. So we got some more heat coming for you very, very soon. Uh, continue to share, like, comments, comment, subscribe, like, share, subscribe. Y'all know what to do. Y'all run the, the numbers vibes. up. Uh, run them all the way up. Also, uh, we do got to do this in closing. Uh, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Mm. Um, that's we've, just sad. We've like, talked about TV shows earlier in our podcast journey, which seems like forever ago. Uh, but he was pivotal. I I don't even know if that's a fair enough assessment of his pivotal. Yes, but I, I feel like for Black TV, like he just did so much. Um, shout out to HBO for taking care of their people. He, y'all took care of him. He definitely gave it back and took care of y'all. Tragic passing. This is a really dark end, but I'm not one to stand up here and say, like, I don't work for D.A.R.E. 
kids don't do drugs. I'm not Nancy <laughs> Reagan. Just say no. I'm, I'm not going to bore y'all with any of that. But if you have the ability and you're going to do the drugs, please test your drugs. Like, please figure out who you're getting them from. Too many people are dying. I saw a stat that said, I think like almost 400,000 people have died from fentanyl overdoses. Like, and, we've and this is the third or fourth celebrity this year. Like, that's was, how there was like two in this weekend because the, the Fuquan and oh, yeah, the, the comedian. Three people died. Like, in that, in that session. Like, it's been, it's in, in the pod I was watching earlier, they talked about it's like, it's not even overdosing at this point. Like, this is poisoning people. Yeah. This is like, I was watching What If, like this is almost murder that people are lacing such a small amount of fentanyl into these drugs. And again, obviously just don't do drugs is great. Just like don't have sex and you won't have like, it's just crazy. It, it's crazy. And I don't want to be unrealistic, but it is really, really tragic. And, and, and they confirmed with DMX was he fentanyl related to? No. Or is it just regular? Yeah. I don't know if I we haven't got full confirmation on that. Um, I know Shock G was. Shock, yeah, Shock G. Um, and these are, I think Michael was 54. I think this is 50. In his 50s, way too young. Way too young. Way um, too young. So, yeah, for those who are listening who are still with us, please, if you're going to do it as best you can, please drink, do drugs responsibly. Like, you said, please drink. Like, drink responsibly. That was like a phrase. Oh, okay. Um, but if you're going to do it, I know a bunch of people I know, I'm not immune to growing up and living that. And obviously, I don't do drugs now, but too many kids are losing parents. Too many mothers are, are burying their sons and daughters. It's crossing racial racial lines. Like, it's, it's really getting out of control. And it's not worth it. Like, it it is not worth it. Um, they're putting it on everything. We joked about Louis the Thirteenth putting that on something to make it expensive. Whoever's cutting this stuff is just—it's really heartbreaking. Um, so please, please do better. If you're down, go listen to Donda. It'll pick you back up. Um, and you know, in life, things happen. You have the power to choose what you do. Please, please, please choose wisely. Always bet on you. And if you have been blessed by us, go ahead and bless us. Cash app in the comments. Take care. We love y'all. We gave you all we got. We gave you the energy. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. Take care.